The January transfer window is here and a triple announcement is imminent. Derby demolitions and yet another injury crisis. Yes, we are definitely back. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Simon, Hammy and Paddy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Hello, I hope you had a, a lovely Christmas and Happy New Year, boys. No, like I've, uh, I've not seen you, is it? Um, but, and to you listeners. Um, Pele is dead. <laughs> aye, aye. Uh, Gorgie Farm is dead. Oh, after a flyer. <laughs> Craig Halkett's out for the season. <laughs> <laughs> so is Craig Gordon. Craig Gordon got a double leg break. <laughs> but you know what? I'm actually quite enjoying Hearts. Oh, aye. It's quality. <clears throat> um, maybe speak about the injuries and isolation, I thought, first of all. Um, we were kind of... It felt Fred Bear as it was with Craig Halkett back in the centre of defence. Um, <clears throat> we'll speak about transfer shortly. We've literally just announced Grange Hill in the last five minutes. We've literally just as we connected to record the podcast. So that's exciting. <clears throat> do you feel like we still need another centre back or do you think we're covered enough? Uh, we're not signing one. I'm surprised we signed one at all, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, I think I think we could be okay if um, if Sibic continues to be the best centre back at the club. There we go, <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> this could be the the good run of games that he needs to get Matt Sharp and in some good form. He's looking confident. He's looking really confident. Yeah, um, and it's been a real he's... roller coaster with Toby Sibic. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, aye. that uh, that turning moment. Who were we even playing against? When suddenly Civic called the fans back on side was incredible. Aye, and it felt like almost instantly we had a Toby Civic song. And everyone knew the words, like we're in that moment. Aye. It was uh, a beautiful moment. One won't forget. Uh, but Simon, you've been quite excited about this new signing when it was speculated this morning. Do you want to tell us a bit about him? Because he's finally taller than not five foot. <laughs> Ah, he's a, a six-foot defender. Supposedly, Craig Halkett's six-foot. Never. Uh, and I think Kai Rolls is supposedly six-foot as well, but I'm sceptical skept- about that. But this guy's supposedly six-foot. Still not a colossus, but be- better than five-foot nine. Aye, because we have we have struggled with balls into the box when Halkett's not been in, so if he mm. can add a bit of um, heading ability, then yeah. perfect. Looks like a, a strong boy. Um, but I, Bournemouth just signed them for £1 million from Fleetwood uh, last summer, I think it was, or last January, if it was a year ago. Uh, highly rated. He hasn't got a lot of professional experience, but if he's been signed to play at that, that level, he should be coming up here and hit the ground run. Played 50 games still, and he's only 20, so decent amount of experience for that age. So probably more experience than Alex Cochran when we signed them to be yeah. fair and you can learn a lot playing at like Fleetwood as a centre back you would come up against some absolute bastards yeah yeah was Joey Barton his manager because there's a bastard they come up against is Scott Brown though the manager there now <laughs> yes no their paths crossed maybe Bruni sold them yeah need to tie up the timelines um but yeah, looks like a good signing on paper. So that's an exciting one. Uh, we'll come on to some some other stuff shortly. Uh, Craig Gordon's double leg break. That was a, a bastard. Eh? Could could any more players get injured against Dundee United? Oh, and then Dundee United get awarded a penalty. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Aye, uh, what a fucking joke. But it's a bit of a sickener for Craig. Hope he makes a full recovery. Yeah, I think 90% of Hearts fans assumed that he would retire from the injury. But I think we've just completely overlooked Craig the man because 
he, he will come back from the injury, even if it's just to come back and get one final send-off. And then retire, aye. Yeah, but at least it's good for him. You know, he's it's on his terms. Him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He's got something to aim for. You know what I mean? Still be part of the club, going through his rehab, come back in. Um, and yeah, I don't think we've seen that the last of your Craig quite yet. Um, what has gotten is the fact that he was on course to break certain records. He, he was never going to be the most capped player ever for Hearts, but for Scotland, if results went the right way and we qualified for campaigns, etc., it looked like he was going to be the second most capped player ever for, our, for the country, and that's not going to get achieved anymore, which is a great shame. Um, bye. He's 40 now, turned 40 on like, Hogman Air the first. Still younger than us. <laughs> yeah, it's another one. Um, and Xander Clark will come on to speak about the games. Eh? We'll touch well, on yeah. your Xander there. Scotland's uh, number one. <laughs> I saw the media asked uh, Davy Marshall if he'd consider coming out of retirement. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> On behalf of the five million people of Scotland, no thank you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, On to some good news for the first time in this podcast. Um, Robert Snodgrass signed a new contract, um, which is huge news, really. It's no, he's not signed yet. Just rumoured, isn't it? Yeah, it's not signed yet. Oh. Was he not? No. Well, right. no, 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 what I've heard then. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's, it looks like he's going to sign. He's still going to fucking sign for somebody else, is he, on a pre-contract? Stop saying <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> he goes to America or something. Um, but let's hope he does, because I don't know about you, but he's quickly became my favourite Hearts player. Sorry, Ewan Henderson. And, um, and probably our best. It's some centre midfield partnership he's struck up with Cammy Devlin now, eh? It's a different class, man. Like, I, I don't see the games as much as you used to, but he's just fucking levels above this level, and it's wonderful to watch. He reads the game so much quicker than anybody else on the pitch, and he's so calm on the ball, and every pass is the right pass. It is so wonderful that Hearts have got a football player like this. Yeah. It's been an excellent signing. I've never seen a centre midfielder facing the opponent's goal so much, you know what I mean? You all you see, you see so often you know, receive the ball facing sideways or backwards. Snowgrass is just always looking ahead, and that's just vast experience. You know what I mean? We were we were at a point where it would be passed about a bit, and then it would go to Craig Gordon to absolutely boomerang <laughs> kick it up the park. <clears throat> yeah, and he's just given us a totally different avenue now. He's uh, absolutely vital. And I think one game every seven days, ideal <laughs> personal day. You know what I mean? Because he's 35 now. Yeah. And, and he's ticking away just fine. I love that he demands Devlin does all the running as well. So you can actually <laughs> see him shouting at him. Can't be Devlin feels like he loves doing that though. So <laughs> Aye, he's more than happy. It's just like a wee dug. Um, but yeah. So uh, I, you, you heard it here first on the Broken Arts podcast. Robert Snodgrass signs. <laughs> Um, I forgot to put this uh, the news bit in any order, so it's a bit random here. But <laughs> I wanted to tell you this one. I thought you'd find this quite interesting. Uh, Craig Levine said on the, the season finale of the, the Sacton Morning podcast, good podcast, by the way, um, that his biggest transfer regret was not bringing Lyndon Dykes to Harps when he had the chance. Um, said he had a, a good look at him when he was at Queen of the South. And he, he had the opportunity to quite easily bring him to Hearts, but he let him join Livingston instead. Would you make they, that? Like, obviously we're a bit more organised now, but I honestly think that no, no one had a fucking clue about transfers back back in those days. <laughs> I don't. I can't think of one fucking plan that they had. None of the transfers linked. He was probably looking at every cunt and any cunt. <laughs> I totally agree. Like. We used to, a summer transfer window used to be us talking about the whole squad changing for the next season. Yeah. It used to be a whole 11 or 12 players brought in and 11 or 12 players would go out. There right. was there was no plan. It was chaos. Unorganised chaos. John Murray 
gets away with so much. That's then it hurts. Anyway. Um, Just to trigger- look, right? So if we, we would have signed Connor Washington instead. Mm-hmm. So that, that season, the London Knights were at Olivia, just quickly looked it up, and that sort of transfer window time, uh, we signed Connor Washington and Stephen Naismith and Lloyd Demure, Glenn Whelan, Donna Savage, I, Liam Boyce, and Marcel Langer came in with Stendhal's time. Hey, so, some all right in there. Hi. And Connor Washington, by the way, he just couldn't get fit at Harps, but he's some player. Is he? What's it? I've not heard it since, since he left. What's he doing oh, now? He's been scoring plenty goals, by the way. Right, I bet he hasn't he? <laughs> get on your phone. You have a wee look. I'm sure he scored like 15 league goals last season. Uh, uh, Charlton, 71 appearances and 22 goals. He's uh, his brother at the moment. He's got 25 appearances and four goals in the league. <laughs> the most goals he's scored in a season since he left us in all competitions is 11. You can't turn your nose up at that. You don't know the... In League the One. The squad he's been in in League One. Mate, we're hot at Midlothian. We expect our strikers to get 30 goals a season. <laughs> they scored against uh, the High Beast, didn't they? Connor Washington. Exactly. Call it hero. Who hasn't he? Who hasn't he? Hey! hey. <laughs> I'm Shane Kamoji. <laughs> You're so such a dad. <laughs> Uh, Craig Levine's biggest uh, transfer regret going out of the way was uh, Josh Doidge not keeping him at Hearts went on to Hibs and then now in the Serie A doing pretty well he is but bad impression about the team so uh, did he mention the Shan Sellon fee he got for the Hickey deal or anything like that (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I think you've got to point the finger at Savage for that one Hammy it's not Levine nah we signed Hickey Aye, that was definitely Levine. <laughs> what what are Wait, you trying to play Wait, for when I mean, the sell-on fee would have been agreed. Oh, do you mean from Bologna to Southampton? Eh, wherever it is. Brentford. Brentford, <laughs> aye. Brentford. They're all the same team, really. I couldn't give a fuck about all those wee Timpot teams. Eh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought we were talking about the fact that we had to pay Celtic like 35%. Because yeah. that's that was, definitely... That was Levine. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. Um, well, on to, on to the next player that's going to get sold for nothing. Um, <laughs> Rangers B team beat us 3-2. However, our B team, obviously, beat us 3-2. However, your Bobby McLucky was on the score sheet. And that's all that matters. Um, and then after the winter break, uh, our bees played Cumbernault Colts just at the weekend there in one two one, and yes, you guessed it, Bobby McClucky was on the score sheet again. What a guy! Seems a player, you know. Oh, genuinely, hottest prospect in the in the B squad. Because a lot of those players at that level, at like that lowland league level, it's kind of about application. There's mm. some really good players in there. Aye. Uh, yeah. You'll also be getting the shit kicked out of him as well. So <laughs> good practice for playing Dundee United. I think uh, I think you think the Lowland League is worse than it is. It's probably as good a level as League Two. Not all of the teams, but a lot of it. I wouldn't surprise me. League Two shit and all. <laughs> <laughs> well, after a, a better December, a better better run of results. Um, the B team is actually up to 13th in the 19, 19 team league now on 27 points for a few games in hand as well. Nice. Um, Doing a lot better than I thought they would. Fair play to them. Aye. Yeah, but that's uh, it. was looking very fucking ominous and hashtag Naismith out for a while there, not going to lie, but uh, turned it around. Um, and by the way, uh, Edinburgh Spartans are top of the league and could very well end up in the playoffs then or League Two. So they could become the fourth team in Edinburgh in the top flight system. And either either the second or third best team in Edinburgh as well. <laughs> <laughs> Are they not quite well backed as well, Jarvie? Uh, aye, reasonably so. I think they'd be more coming up in like a Bonnie Rig Rose level ah, than yeah. an Edinburgh FC level. But aye. Um, Tyne Castle Park 
was ranked ninth overall in a long list of best stadiums to visit in the it was the UK, wasn't it? Wasn't it Europe? Yeah, it was the UK, and there were some dodgy ones above it as well. Shit list, Tyne Castle's top. <laughs> I think. Um, what do you think of it, Paddy? <laughs> Paddy's still fuming. This came out on like Christmas Eve. <laughs> Um, but that was pretty nice to see. However, the, the article did mention the fact that when the main stand was built, Hearts forgot to order seats, which made us look very simple. I that's not the stadium's fault. <laughs> and Bob's fault. That's not the stadium's fault. It was just a wee, wee bit of news. Millions of people now laughing at Hearts. <laughs> that was that. Um, Simon, Lauren Shankland. Is now on 15 league goals for this season, meaning that for the first time since we started this podcast years ago, I don't owe Simon any money. <laughs> yes. I'm an all pure profit from here. Um, how many league goals genuinely, boys, do you think he could end up on? 30. Yeah, I was about to say, we're about halfway, are we not? 30. And I hope they're all penalties so all these fucking Hibs fans can greet about Nisbet being shite and keep saying that he's better than Shankland. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. So, genuinely, there's 18 games left. Yeah. Aye. I mean, and... I'd be surprised if he hit 30, but he's proven if he continues the ratio that he's on right now, that's what he'll get. Mm-hmm. He'll do a job for Rangers next season. Aye, 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 aye. I've actually got that noted under the transfer, but... <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, just looking at a note I had here, this is from the 28th of December, so before the Hibs game. Um, so he was on 16 league goals in all comps. What's he on now? 18. Must be. Aye, 18. Um, and about there's about 22 games left to play in all competitions. Like, if you think we're going to go on a wee cup run in that. So a goal a game would put him on 38. Oh, well. Thereabouts. So, Robo's actual record of goals in a season is thirty-one. Obviously, this uh, this thing about scoring twenty goals in a season is just because it's a nice benchmark. But Robo's actual record is thirty-one goals in a season. So uh, is the twenty goals not in the league and no. thirty-one in the season? No, it's all it. competitions. That's how much we've struggled for for our striker. Like it's crazy to think about twenty goals in a in all competitions in a year. Isn't that much to ask for? Um, but yeah, so do, do you reckon he could beat Robbo's record, 31? Yes. Be good if he could, but it, it's going to be hard. But mm-hmm. I think he's we going can, to be there about so It's going to take something special, but it would be quality. We can keep paying um, the VARS to give us pens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'll keep, that'll keep up. Um, and just to, to let you know, the, the actual Hearts record for goals in a season in all competitions was Barney Battles scored 44 in a year. Yeah, well. did people just make up their own names when they were like eight back in those days? <laughs> Barney Battles. What the hell? Um, right, Simon, I was going to propose like an enhanced odds bet, but from what you've said... There, I think you're going to score. I think you think he's going to score a lot more goals than a, a safe betting line. Like, how comfortably Jenkins going to surpass 21 league goals? What, so do you want to change the 15 to 21? <clears throat> well, I was going to propose something. I've done some maths, which is always dangerous. <laughs> Fucking here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so... If, I can't even remember what it was, so I'm going to have to read it here. But if Shanklin scores another six in the league, it makes it 21. So you would owe me 30 pounds. Um, and what am I saying here? What the fuck have I said? Right, so if Shanklin scored 21 goals, I would owe you 30 quid. Right, so it's a five or a goal, six goals over the agreed. Yeah. So do you think if I take the over on 21, right? I'd give you 20 if he doesn't achieve it, but you have to give me 40. What do you reckon? So I'd just owe you 40 straight up. If he hits 21, yeah. And if he doesn't, I'll owe you 20. Right, sound. Well, you're in for oh, that. What the fuck are you doing, man? I'll do that. You'll get 21 league goals. 
So I'm taking the under on 21. Yeah. So I think you'll get less than 21. Mm-hmm. Which I don't. <laughs> but <laughs> it would have to get to, what, 22 for me to owe you 40 quid anyway. I, I get the 21. <laughs> I know, but from 15 to... No, it'd be 23 for me to owe you. So I think he's going to get 21 or 23. I'll just go for the 21, eh? Handshake emoji. Because if it goes over 23, I'm actually, I've actually saved myself money. If I know Hart's injury record. <laughs> You're absolutely buzzing with that. If we get a striker that scores 21 league goals in a season. Aye, me too. Good. Well, it's on. Keeps it spicy because uh, podcast content can get thin at times. So <laughs> it keeps it moving. Um. Cameron's just decided to join us, which is a, an absolute um, joy. How are you doing, Cameron? Might be a joy for you. It's not for me. Nah, you, you don't look happy at all. Um, <laughs> uh, Cameron, since uh, no one's heard your, your voice, uh, 2,500 people are on a waiting list for season tickets at Hearts. How mental is that? I was talking to somebody about this at work, actually. Um, must have been, was it the end of last week that that tweet came out? But, um, yeah. And just saying that it'd be really interesting to see because if if uh, on the trajectory we're on, you, you're thinking Europe again next season, that mm-hmm. that number's not going to go down at that point because the reason of people have bought those tickets was to get European tickets. So uh, it's uh, it's crazy, but I don't see it going down in any kind of way as as it currently stands. No, exactly. I think um, Hearts have been fairly public in saying that if we stay at this level, it needs to be consistent three or four years, but they would certainly consider like more stadium expansion. Um, you think I could see one day the wheat field getting completely renovated, not down, not just a tier put on top of the wheat field. Like people <laughs> seem to just think is something which could happen. The biggest <laughs> stand. It's, it's also just a tin roof. <laughs> And it's so cold. Oh, they have heating if they do refurbish the field. Um, or filling in the corners, which is uh, easier said than done in a big structural nightmare. Um, but you could see big stadium developments if we keep growing like this and keep consistent. Plus, we never spend money on players. <laughs> we'll have the money for it. <laughs> right, transfer news... Um, Paddy, your pal Fabrizio Ravinelli tweeted about hearts. <laughs> um, hashtag here we go. Um, but yeah, so we, like we spoke at the start of the podcast, the, the breaking news James Hill is coming to hearts at the centre back. So I've deleted the first couple of lines off my notes. Um, they were also apparently linked with Japanese under 21 internationalists whose name I won't pronounce, I won't try and pronounce. Um, he's only got one year. It's uh, Nishio is his surname, we'll see. Uh, he's only got one year of professional football under his belt with Osaka. Um, not sure if he's the answer or another project, but keep an eye on that one as well. Um, but anyway, the Australian Messi is poised to join Hearts any day now. Uh, actually quite disappointed it's not been announced at the time of recording. Um, how are we saying his name, first of all? Garankul, or Garansky, as he's known in Australia. Garansky, nice, yeah. I like that. Um, 18, highly, highly rated. I'm sure everyone knows all about him. He's a, a right winger who also plays down the middle because of the tenor off the striker kind of thing. Desperately needed uh, some depth in this area. Um, how, how big a prospect is this? Uh, if you ask somebody in Australia, they probably do think it's the same as Messi, but I think I think he is he could be unbelievable, but we also thought that about the Man City boy that we loaned, who was not unbelievable. In fact, Robich. <laughs> he wasn't a bad player. He was in a very shitty squad. But I, 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 yeah, I also think that you'll play quite a lot as well because I can't imagine Newcastle are wanting him loaned out to sit on the bench. So, oh, absolutely. I think that's Janelli lost his spot. Nailer. I have, nah. a, I have a slight problem with like, and I hope that's not what Hearts sign up to with this. Is like 
having the parent club enforce time on a player because if he does play over guys for five months while he's here and then leave and we're stuck with the guys that then didn't play for five months, I don't know how much that really benefits us long term because he's, he's going to be here till the summer and that'll be it. You'd have thought it'll be an Ellis Sims. He'll move to the championship before trying to get into that Newcastle squad. Yeah, but you, you, I was about to say Ellis Sims, but Cameron, look what he did for us. He took us to a Scottish Cup final. He cemented third place for us in the second half of last season. Did, did that matter it was alone? No, I just, I, 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 all I'm saying is I would, I would hate it to be over the players that we're going to have to develop and work with long term. Yeah, I totally agree with you, but I also also think there is part of me thinking that Newcastle will be put in. They may have a a clause to take him back if we don't play him a certain amount of time. Because I can what? Every every player should be fighting their position. It's good to have a fire. I think Janelli is playing amazing right now, but there needs to be someone right behind him being like, if you aren't playing this well, you're not going to be playing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I also think more for Mackay. Exactly. Right. Right. Mackay's been off the boil a bit. So, hmm. right, Mackay, going into the his goal against uh, Johnston, he was twenty three games without a goal on a goal or an assist, <clears throat> starting right. most of the time. But I think on paper this is good <clears throat> for Hearts, like a massive one as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you're right, Paddy. I think he's coming in very much with the understanding that he'll be getting played week in, week out. Um, it's just frustrating he's not a left winger because where Barry Mackay typically plays and it's, it's that area that we really need to strengthen in. Yeah, but I think he can play across anywhere across the front, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. He's only 18 even as well, so like try him out. <laughs> Even if he can, Robin Hills will play him there. He loves switching <laughs> wingers, loves it. Yeah. Is, is there an element as well that just, and I'm sure you'll get on it, but if we are worried that potentially Humphreys is recalled in January, that actually having another forward player does yeah. help us there? Because if yeah. he can play it across the front line, Agreed. maybe one in, one out. Agreed. Yep. Well, stick to the topics, right? <clears throat> well, on topic. It just went in a nice. <laughs> You segue into your next bit that you can start on. <laughs> um, but yeah, excited to see it anyway on a Friday night smackdown against St. Mirren, where I'm sure you'll be starting. Um, next up, Yaturo Oda, the Japanese Mbappe. So the Australian Messi and the Japanese Mbappe. Um, also a right winger who can also play down the middle. Uh, it's poised to join Hearts any day now. I think uh, Jamie Borthwick just tweeted that he's like flying in Edinburgh tomorrow. And the paperwork was done today, apparently. So it's uh, it's it's happening. Did think that about Lee Sung Boo <laughs> at very least. <laughs> definitely looks like it's happening. Um, do you think he's going to be a bit more of a, a project player? Rather the amount than he's played, player? yeah. The amount he's played, you feel like he's he's coming to to develop and then potentially be a first team player. Yeah, you don't expect him to come straight in. And start playing straight away. Mm-hmm. Was it three three years? He's only got like fifty odd appearances or something like that. I think most of them are off the bench as well, so yeah. it would make sense if he's if he's a bit of a longer term piece, which is what we should be doing. I mean, he, he played most. He played most like a lot of games last season. Twenty one appearances in the the J League for Whistle Kobe. So he is playing. I even wonder if we'll see him fall into the B team to get some um, some Scottish football experience. Who knows what the season is? I know, I know, insane. When I'm playing against Trinan Juniors, Cumbernauld. <laughs> but yeah, he's coming in, so we'll see. It's just it's uh, you just it's hard for me to get used to us having any depth. So like I think like when you sign a player, they're going in the first team, like a wee bit of competition for a place. But you can that other guy's going out the door, and so we're gonna be we're gonna have like three good players for a position potentially. He'd kind of get ruined that. <laughs> <laughs> and how how early in the transfer market are we doing our business as well? It's fucking well, mental. Yeah. That's nice. I know. Um, well, here comes another potential player who 
probably could if we wanted some to play on the right wing. Uh, Callum Patterson. <laughs> um, Darren Moore gave a very candid interview where he says uh, Robbie Nielsen has not been in touch regarding the signing at all. And they're good pals, so he was having a good laugh about that. Um, I, I highly doubt this is going to happen in January. What do you reckon, Hammy? You follow lower league English football quite closely. <laughs> Um, it's annoying because he seems to keep getting five minutes here or there. Um, I think they were, I think Sheffield Wednesday were looking to sign somebody in a similar mould to Patterson in January. So, from what I was reading before the podcast, it, it seems like it's if it doesn't happen in January, it will happen in the summer when he's out of contract. But yeah. Hearts definitely want to get it done in January. But there's you know, Sheffield Wednesday obviously don't. Want to lose them for nothing. So, mm-hmm. if Hearts can get somebody for free in the summer, they're not paying money for them in January. I think I think Callum Patterson will have a lot to say in it. If he just says right, well, if he puts his foot there and goes right, I want to go now or go back to Scotland and, and all that. But we'll wait and see. Could be. I think this will be one that will just drag through the entirety of January. And this, if if any of them are going to be like a deadline day, it, it will be this one. Hmm. Yeah. If I was going to take a punt, I'd I'd agree it'll be the summer. But you started this segment with Ravenelli, and he's proved that anything can happen. That guy played for Dundee. <laughs> I know. I bloody loved Ravenelli as well. I was very close to buying a Dundee top. So a big fan of big fan of Derby County back in the day. Uh, yeah, Callum Patterson. It would just be ideal if he just came in on that right wing back role. I don't think he's played right back for like fucking six yeah. years. I don't see him playing there for us. It's up front or on, on the wing, I think he'd play oh, for us. Paddy, hook, line and fucking sinker. <laughs> um, and in the, summer, in the summer as well, Sam Nicholson, Billy King. <laughs> Get the, the band back Billy together. Billy Jean King. <laughs> uh, Connor Ronan. Know that we need another central midfielder, but it looks like he's going to Aberdeen. Um, but they have just signed two central midfielders. So watch this space. I feel like it, we could get him if we wanted him. Is he a free agent? It's uh, He's going out on loan from Wolves. No. He's uh, nowhere near the first team. Uh, shock. What? <laughs> <laughs> on to outgoings and other stuff. So uh, aye, Alex Cochran is a wanted man. Southampton, Bologna and Verona, I think, uh, all watching them. What's the price tag when he said? Realistically. Realistically. Million. I'm sorry, if a Premier League club comes in and it's like a player that plays in Italy, they put the price up by about 20 million. Why could we not charge 15 million for one of our best players? <laughs> what did uh, Deutsch go over to Italy for? Was it three? I think it was yeah. maybe two. But that was his uh, last year of his contract, or like six months left on his contract, or something. I'm sure. Exactly. So, and Cochran's and... English. Yeah, exactly. Did you know? That's probably a safe bet to say that he's got a buyout clause in his contract. Oh Jesus! Like I would imagine, like if when he decided to come back up here, he was doing it with the intention of playing, and eventually going them back down. So, but for his own good, I'm sure he would have put something in. We step in stone move. We don't mind that. That's our market. Eh? But, totally. um, hopefully, it's at least three million. Josh Doig went for in the region of three million. It says so. I, I honestly, he's twenty twenty five contracted until if somebody wants him now. I think you've got to ask for four or five million. I don't think that's unreasonable. I think that's like the minimum money. we should be taking as well. Yeah. Thank With you. the amount of time on his contract, the fact that he's English, the fact that he's good. <laughs> he is actually really good as Aye. well. Aye. Yeah, I think this interest has given a wee rocket up his arse as well. I think he's playing with exuberance. Uh, and it's great because you know what it does? If a Premier League team does sign him, even if we don't get the amount of money we want, it puts other people in the position where they see Hearts as a shop window that Premier League clubs are willing to look in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Southampton know the market better than anyone. Well, look at all the signings they've made from Aye. Celtic and Rangers more recently with Aribo, Van Dyke, Wanyama. Um, 
and others as well. Stuart so, Armstrong. Stuart Armstrong. I've seen loads of players going down in the last few years, so fingers crossed it would be to work out for both parties. Eh? Imagine Alex Cochran ends up playing for England one day. <laughs> 15 fucking million, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, Cameron, you touched on it. Uh, there's a chance that Humphreys is recalled to Wigan this month, especially if Everton, who are just fucking crumbling, um, recall some guy that's on loan at Wigan. They've already like, done uh, it. Have they? Yeah. That's okay. dangerous then. Um, like they've already done with Ellis Sims. It'd be, it'd be tough to take. He's just, he's just back, obviously. Um, Wigan seem to have dragged themselves out of this financial difficulty. So getting Humphreys on a free doesn't seem like an option anymore. And his contract is not up until the end of next season. He's been quality. Um, if he goes, that is shite. But like Paddy was saying earlier, he's a lone player. We were always we always knew that. Um, we can't just develop these players. We've got we've got players that we can put in. We've got oh. fucking world class lone players now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but it's Wigan. We've got the richest club in the world has sent us a player. Exactly. <laughs> um, maybe I reckon if he goes, it would take that for us to pay and get Callum Patterson in this month. Maybe that's maybe the timeline. Well, we, we well, it's always a chain of events and transfers. You know what I mean? Lose a man, they've got to be replaced. Aye, but like Cameron was saying earlier, I think the guys we're getting in now could be the Humphreys replacement. Another fault. I know what you mean. Forward players, but very different. But um, who knows? We might even change shape here to fit in, fit in sort of some of these new boys. Maybe go to a four-four-two or something. Or we might just think I'll pat and play my right back. <laughs> no, that, that's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> um, and you know who he could replace quite happily? Nathaniel Atkinson. Who, according to sources, Hammy, is uh, linked with a Saudi club. Apparently, yeah. I thought it was a bit odd that he just wasn't getting any game time at all. Um, but then he was, he was, he came on as a sub appearance and then was it in the derby potentially? I can't remember. Um, so he is still kicking about, but he's he's certainly not favoured. The fact that well, Michael Smith's keeping him out as well, which Michael Smith's struggling to finish games, it's, uh, it's Michael not Smith's, a great thing. Michael Smith's getting replaced by Alan Forrest now. It's oh, not, yeah, not right enough. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Forrest is actually all right at right wing back, but when you're getting yeah, when Nai Atkins is getting kept out with Michael Smith and Alan Forrest, uh, it doesn't bode well for his future, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's because he's not very good. <laughs> I think that's uh, the crux of the issue here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to get them all right. Eh? No. I feel like he's not been as bad as like to be dropped for Alan Forrest in his position, though. Alan Forrest is quite good. <laughs> Alan Forrest does nothing wrong. Like, genuinely, yeah. doesn't he? Aye. He's such a hard worker as well, so you can't fault him. Yeah. You know what is frustrating about Alan Forrest? He almost scores every week. <laughs> <laughs> like, to the point where you, you, you like, it takes you a second to figure out what side of the net it hit. Nathaniel Atkinson, we shall see. Um, Hammy. Other news here, this came from you. I think these are the kind of kickback headlines of January at the moment. Um, Ewan Henderson set to leave Hearts on a permanent deal. Uh, yeah, I think he's only got six months left. So yeah. um, there did seem to be quite a few teams he was linked with, um, including a couple of loans for the last six months as well. So mm-hmm. again, he's another one I can't see. I think that's him now. Steadily done at Hearts. Right. P- pains me to say it. But Ewan Henderson isn't going to quite cut the mustard. <laughs> uh, I think he said Hammy St. Johnston, Inverness, Falkirk and Queen's Park all interested in the goal. Yeah. Which is a great shame. Um, and also Hammy, Finlay Pollock and Lewis Nielsen are both on their way to Partick Thistle on loan. There was a, a pretty, pretty confident uh, couple of people were saying that that was um, getting... Discuss Nielsen. Lewis Nielsen going to, was a wee bit 
of a shock, but um, Pollock could probably be a good loan for him. And, and to be fair, it's probably good for Lewis Nielsen as well to get some actual game time. You know, you're not doing anything, learning anything if you're just sitting on the bench. I know that we're a bit short on numbers at the back, but um, it, it'll be good for him long term. That makes sense to me anyway. Sounds like good news for the both of them. Yeah. Um, that's all the all the news and all the transfer news at the moment. Um, on to the next week, on to the next fucking rumour mill. Um, I look forward to it. Yeah. Since the last podcast, unbelievably, we played St. Johnston. It feels like an absolute lifetime ago. Uh, just to document the fact that we won a game in Perth. <clears throat> For the first time in 12 years, I think Chris O'Neill was in the squad. <laughs> last thing. Um, and yeah, Barry McKay scored after having no goals or assists for 23 games. Um, and going into this one, we still hadn't had a clean sheet in 15 games. But it was a pretty solid performance overall, especially away from home, if you can remember it. Yep, good one. Good one. No one can remember it. Nope. <laughs> Too busy watching daps. Um, on to the, the Hibs game and as a, before I hand over to you to talk about because I'm losing my voice here uh, in the pub uh, beforehand Cameron uh, the kind of headline was that you hoped Xander Clark wouldn't be Shander Clark <laughs> on, on his home debut um, but he was bloody excellent wasn't he he was he was more like Clark Kent um, absolutely fantastic and it looks like we've done a really good bit of business bringing him in um, just having that solid backup, and uh, we don't have to worry about it now. Ah, he's probably Scotland's number one now, to be fair, eh, Paddy? Ah, uh, he's Scotland's number one, and Toby Subic's the best centre back in the world. <laughs> he had a fucking game, didn't he? Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Um, I think Lauren Shanklin's the new hammerer of the Hibs. He is, yes. That's Hammer. Is that three goals in two games against Hibs? Uh, yes, because you got two there and one at the start of the season as well. Aye. Um, aye, so we, we actually were quite good, I think, with the three at the back of Cochrane, Rolls and Cervic. Um, it's quite fluid, especially when you have Andy Halliday. You can kind of switch to a four when you have the ball and Halliday can move in. Um, Barry McKay was a bit quiet again but he played 75 minutes what do we think of Barry McKay do we think he just needs a bit of pressure on him or do we think maybe last year was a bit of a flash in the pan I'd, I honestly think he's maybe not necessarily playing too much but he barely gets a break you know what I mean it, it seems that he's just playing constantly and I, I do think with the, the multitude of right wingers we're signing it'll be it'll be good that you know, he might get a wee, a wee bit of a break, because like I said previously, Robbie loves just putting wingers in each wing and switching them and things like that. So I don't think signing the right wingers going to be completely replacing just Ginelli. Um, I, I think I, when, uh, if someone can play right wing and they're good enough, they can play left wing as well. Let's yeah, and cutting in. I, I quite like a player cutting in on his stronger foot as well, and um, which Barry McKay does quite well. So yeah, I do. I do. I think having somebody, I don't know if it's maybe a pressure thing as well. We put like as fans, I think we do put a lot of pressure on McKay to just deliver the goods consistently, and you know, it's never going to happen. So a wee break, probably being able to drop him. Well, maybe not drop him such as such, but giving him a rest, um, and even bringing him on later in a game, I, I think would be really good as, as a confidence thing as well. Because well, he came off the bench recently, didn't he? And scored like two minutes later. St. John's today. St. John's. And so I think having more opportunities to do that would benefit him as well. I, uh, I don't think we mentioned it, but we beat Hibs 3-0. Um, <laughs> it's kind of just like, I love it. And I say this every time Hibs seem to come up, but they really are the best rivals anyone could wish for. Um, <laughs> I was born Scottish. We didn't have much joy. I support Hearts. <laughs> Listen, finishing third and getting to a cup final or winning a cups is as good as it gets. But Ken, what I think having Hibs as a rival is the greatest gift a boy could have. <laughs> um, 
they're just embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, I, I honestly think the fact that we scored in the eighth minute, I just think we just dominated. Um, for, for kickoff, we knew what we'd do. Hibs tried to play that really fast tempo, getting in our faces, and I think we've done really well to pass ourselves out of it. Um, and going in 2 0 at half time, I, I think it was fair. Um, I can't really remember Clark doing much. Um, in the first half, it didn't really do anything. In the first half, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I, again, it, it seemed to completely change in the second half. But yeah, I, I think the way we, like you, you said as well, the way that we shaped up the team that we started with, it did, it worked really well. I, I wasn't overly keen on those three centre-backs, Sibbett, Rose and Cochrane, but fuck me, they done very well. Um, and and Halliday and Smith as well. Um, right. I do, I, it I fell off a bit when Smith and Halliday came off. Aye, it went to shit. Let's be honest. Yeah. But honestly, fair play to Hibs fans. The away fans in the last since they won the cup have actually been quite good. Um, but see, as soon as we scored, I think they knew we knew that we were much better than them, and they just did not It just wasn't going to be that day for them. Mm-hmm. They were so quiet. Aye. I don't know if you've heard, but the Hibs are falling apart again. <laughs> <laughs> They can't have many threads left holding on. <laughs> None. I, they got that win, and what was it? I seen something on Twitter that Kevin Nisbet's better than Shankland. It was it's completely changed. So listen, yeah. I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing with folk. Could any have a clue what they're talking about? <laughs> that, that's bait, Hammy. <laughs> but I fuck when the second half though um, wasn't as good. Uh, I think. I did think we had sort of reverted to type, um, you know, that sort of tune up, right, let's sit in and protect that lead. That, but I will It take... was a combination of things. It was the yeah. fullbacks coming off, the sort of, yeah, the Robbie Nielsen sort of stereotypical when we're tuning up in a game, forget us having a shot on goal. Um, <laughs> and also, in a derby, like, they're going to have their moments, especially if you're tuning out. 2-0 down, sorry, you're going to take more risks as a as a team going forward, so of course. I think we've done well to ride it out Clark had to make a good couple of saves there was that one that rebounded, he reacted really well, Yeah, and there was the, the double save, and then the rolls tackle on the line, but apart from that, we absolutely smothered them Yeah, I, did, I, th- I thought they were going to score and but then when Clark made the, the save well, I say Clark made the save, when that boy just didn't finish. How can you not score for that Aye. position? It's unbelievable. Then I went, nah, we're all right. They're no scoring the day. If yeah. you're not putting that in the back of the net, it's fine. And I say, we, you're right. We did ride the stone very, very well. And, and we've got that, you know, we hit them on the break, which is part of that sort of sitting in and letting them come forward and trying to hit them on the break. And it worked really well, the tactics. Um, fuck doing that, though. It's, it fucking it, it makes me <laughs> shit buttons, man. I hate it, especially when it's Hibs. I'm like, you're just inviting yeah. them on. And Hammy, you're going to be fuming, but Ken, who was quite good when they came on. Oh, I know. Oh, okay, Grant, <laughs> George, George Grant. He really yes. settled the team down. And he was a lovely, lovely play. A wee one-two with Snodgrass to relieve the pressure. And then plays a pass that Stephen Humphreys had no right getting on the end of it. But I feel like <laughs> if there's two players you want to pick, to be chasing that ball back. It's what, 33-year-old Hanlon? And how old Stevenson, 31? Oh, they've been around for uh, years. So yeah. 38-year-old Davy Marshall. <laughs> What's he doing? He, he doesn't even try. Cameron, you always like to slag me for my effort and goals, and you've brought it up here before, but that was very much the same level of effort. I mean... We're talking about three guys who Peter Harrem would beat in 100 metres. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter saying, I think David Marshall's still getting flashbacks from the Euros. No, no coming out of his goals. He just stays on his line all the time. Now. Uh, oh, it was pathetic. And then for some reason, he takes a couple of steps to the right when Humphreys is running the other way. It's just... Oh, just... Right. Right. Lads. That sort of shit's not our problem, though. That's Hibs' problem. <laughs> it's funny to laugh at <laughs> I got Humphreys looked like a fucking athlete when he was running them down, oh, man. He mate. looked so fast. He looked unbelievable. Extra burners on an entrance. I didn't realise that's who he ran past, to be honest. But, <laughs> aye, what a goal. I, I think it was a great result, and I think it, yeah, I think this team has a real level of professional and and professionalism within them, and uh, 
we just look like we're just on another level for them right now. And we're, we're miles ahead in the plan compared to them. I mean, I don't know really know what their plan is, but... They aye. don't know either, Simon. Aye. <laughs> the thing is with us, right, their, their wage bill like, is probably the same as ours. It's more. It's got to be. They're paying Martin Boyle nine grand. I don't think we're paying anyone that much. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like last year, they were playing that big rank Miller, like ten grand a week. Crazy. Um, oh, the American, they, yeah. They've got money. They're just fucked. So <laughs> long may it continue. Um, special shout out to Rocky for managing <laughs> not make himself with a header. He is so humpty, man. And I, again, I just to be probably being greedy, I was annoyed we didn't pressure him more in the second half, you know, um, with our forward play. But yeah, I think there's a lot of good play there that we can now take into the cup game at the end of the month and, and really, hopefully, really, really hurt them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, and it could be Robbie Nielsen's first ever victory at Easter Road, his manager. Aye. Let's not get <laughs> complacent. Let's not... I know, but he needs it now. Like, he... It's the I, most Nielsen in the, the fan base has been since he joined us. Genuinely. It's, it's been a great season for him to sort of like expel demons. Um, yeah. He's been consistent. He's dealt with injuries. He's He looks tactically flexible. He looks like there's a good plan in every game. And mm-hmm. see if he wins away at Easter Road in the Scottish Cup. Yeah, it's, I think right. that's a lot of people going, out. right, fair enough. A lot of the doubts or questions mm-hmm. around you are gone. Yeah. He will be pretty much over the line. Then it will be, right, Robbie, go and win a cup. Um, we shall see. Um, that victory, 3-0, that was with Craig Gordon out, Craig Halkett out, Stephen Kingsley still out with concussion, Peter Haring still out with concussion, Liam Boyce out, uh, Benny out, GMS out. A <laughs> so, uh, vast majority of them, you know, key players in what would be First team players, it's bizarre. Like that, the levels between Hearts and Hibs are huge. Are, uh, are we at the point now with Haring that he's probably never playing football again? Because if you've had a concussion that long, it's think, very concerning. Yeah, uh, it's now beyond the point where you're like, I didn't actually care about the football inside that. You, you, um, you need to be making sure you're making the right decisions for your future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's scary. It really is. And it really is. Um, anyway. uh, after the game on Sports Sound, John Collins said that um, there was barely anything in the first half, and Hibs were va- like vastly the better side in the second half. Right. So Michael Stewart said to him, "So you're telling me you think Hibs are the better the better side today?" And he was like, "No, no, I'm not saying that." Michael Stewart was like, no, well, you're saying there was nothing in it in the first half, and Hibs were like by far the better team in the second half. That means you think Hibs were the better team. <laughs> Ron Collins is just Aye. like actually lost the plot. Like, you just got beat 3 0 in <laughs> City Derby at Thingcastle, and John Collins thought Hibs were the better team. Poor guy must have like a chest infection or something. <laughs> a full on fever dream. Because that is not the game that I watched. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Like, aye, Hibs came into the game in the second half. They, they, they That's what happens when you're winning 2 0. You know what I mean? Like, you, you're going to sit naturally, you sit in, and the other team is going to go for it after a half time break. But see, um, when you say come into the game, they came into the game by having the ball slightly higher up the pitch and still doing nothing with it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was our first clean sheet since our. Um, our clean sheet. We had a clean sheet against RFS at Tynecastle when we won 2 0. And then right afterwards, I think it's it was Motherwell. Motherwell. <clears throat> so that's mid September? No, October? No, it was early, late September. Because I watched that with Simon, I think, on Motherwell TV. That was a good watch, that. <laughs> Motherwell TV. When we were abroad and it was legally viewed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nipped over to Belgium. To yep. catch Motherwell TV. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry. Superb. Another notch in the belty over the high bees. Um, moving on to the Sydney game off the weekend there. Uh, I only caught the last half an hour. I don't know if one of you just wanted to just rattle through it. The Drew one one. An old result. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, yeah, pretty much. Um, 
started a bit shaky with the three at the back, just really didn't work. St Mirren were sort of overrunning us in midfield, changed well in the second half. Um, I think we, I can't remember who we moved, but oh yeah, we moved Forrest up to um, right wing instead of left wing back. That was a bit odd. And that uh, it just freed up everyone a bit more. Um, we looked much better. It was good seeing, uh, and that's something I've criticised Robbie in the past, not being very stubborn and sticking to the formations, but change formation, changed that up very well, and it worked yeah. massively in our favour. We were terrible in that first half. Yeah, it, like St Mirren could have got three in the first half, we could have got three in the second half. I think one all was pretty fair after 45 minutes, uh, 90 minutes. And uh, I think in the in the grand scheme, a point away at St Mirren right now is quite good. There's been a lot of games, we've got a lot of injuries, St Mirren are a good team at home. No, I think if you'd asked me before the game, we'd just take a point. I would have said aye. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I was glad we, we got that um, that penalty. Uh, no penalty, sorry, because so many of them. That uh, flicky goal, sorry. So it was. Or Robert Snodgrass's bond of the box goal. Yeah, his fucking balls into the box are deserving of more goals, by the way. So keep them coming in. He's he is they're just such dangerous balls, and that's what he puts in. So somebody's no getting to the end of it. Um there's a good chance of going in. So yeah, long may that continue. I think Robert Snorgas will probably score more goals as well. Um, especially if Kingsley's not there to take free kicks. So hopefully. Hmm. He's been taking free kicks instead of Kingsley anyway. Which is bizarre. Well, Kingsley's not been there. You told me this boy, the new boy James Hill's massive, so we can get him on either. <laughs> no, I said he's six foot. I never said he's massive. Probably uh, massive to you, Cameron. Oh, <laughs> look, that's pretty much everybody. <laughs> Listen, it's a credit to you, Cameron, that when I'm with you, I never actually think about your height. You don't give off small man energy. No, because you look right tall. over me. <laughs> Oh and uh, sorry, the dirty bastard St. Mirren got a man sent off right at the end as well. Oh, sent it off for me. You must have enjoyed it, but Hammy. It was on George Grant. <laughs> Out for a week's hopefully. No, um I was it was just I, I don't know what the players and I, I also don't understand where you know you know how St. Mirren are this team that seem to want a big rivalry of hearts, and it's like fuck off. Um this whole it was never a sending off. I don't know how you can argue with that. He's, he's jumped over a boy and landed. I, he can, you can see he means player. it. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he definitely means it. He moves his leg yeah. towards him. Right. Brush your blood to the heat. It's 100% a red card. Aye. It's just so stupid as well, eh? Good. Well, from Robert Snodgrass's dangerous balls to a message board, which can sometimes talk dangerous bollocks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hammy, Jambles Kickback, what have you got for us? Talk away and don't talk a lot of shame. I've got absolute nonsense, Charlie. Uh, as always, uh, this was transfer market nonsense, though. Somebody says, is Oda getting a bus from Japan? He seems to be 48 hours away every week. I love that. Big impatient Dan. <laughs> it's... The 9th of January. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one, opinion. Um, I, would, I would not keep Snodgrass beyond this season. He's good with the ball, but can tell he's slowing down. Gets caught oh, out a lot yeah. because of it. I think he's a good stopgap till the end of the season, but will not get better and younger. Um, <laughs> I can't should be drugs tested. What is he talking about now? Gets caught in the ball. <laughs> to be fair, he did a couple of times against St. Mirren, but it was just him and Cammy Devlin against the three of them. Yeah. Um, somebody says, Manic Monday, it's all happening today. Can expect a lot of signings. We've got one right at the very end, so he'll be disappointed. Mm. Um, this one's talking about our, our new centre-back, Hill. Another youngster coming in on loan. Our youth must be absolutely shite, by the way. Which... Um, it's hard to disagree with. Somebody says we need an experienced centre back, not a twenty-year-old learning his trade. Um, 
Another one says, I am hoping to be proved wrong on Kual. Is it cool? Cool. Um, but I don't think he will tear up the league at all. He will be an impact sub, not a starter for me. So similar to what we were talking about. Um, so instead, great news about signing. Some people will just never be happy and ain't prepared to wait and see what pans out. Jump in there with their negativity. Well, I'm fair pleased with the way things are going. I'm delighted. Good on you. Um, Another one, cool put Instagram post up and the boy Jalan Films, who is a Hearts media guy that does all the match footage, by the way, has liked it. Might be now, but seems suspect that he would like that post of a player who you've been linked with. Um, you never know. I did look, Paddy, and Jalen Films hasn't liked any Balotelli stuff, so I think you might oh, be out of luck. I'm <laughs> on hearts. Um, and then, just lastly, I noticed somebody was asking, um, would Callum Patterson be cup-tied for us as he played in the FA Cup last night? Yeah, um, I can categorically state that he will not be cup-tied for playing in the English <laughs> FA Cup. Uh, that's like the, the Australians are all cup-tied because they played in the World Cup. That's all the nonsense for tonight. Um, it's actually a very quite happy place at the moment. Hi. Just being a Hearts fan is quite happy at the moment. It's great. I, I love it. Keep it going. We're doing well. We've got some interesting signings coming in. Um, oh, we're going to be hearts. We're going to be hearts broken. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Big three 0 humbling defeat on Friday night. <laughs> the worst part about this is there's some really likable players in this squad, and we're gonna have to sell some of them. Yep. Hmm. Which is like. The 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 aim of what we've done with our transfers in the last couple of years, but still doesn't make it easier. Yeah, I'll I'll cry when Cammy Devlin goes. Oh my god! Oh, well, I actually thought he was phenomenal against Hibs as well. I thought he put in. Some... He always turns up. He always turns up against Hibs. I think he lost the ball a lot against Hibs, but he just does. It's just his energy. He can do what he fucking wants. I don't care if he's in the ball. I do not care. Uh, Cameron, by ourselves looking ahead to just one game, isn't it? Just in the middle of this Friday. Just the one. Um, I think that'll do us. But um, I've just put you all down as buys for everything because these are clearly so positive at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even at any point going through this. Anyway... Um, so, do you I'll buy the, the first running? one. Do you want an update on the running totals before I go through? I'm going to take you through. So, in last place on 32 out of 63, just scraping above 50%. That's Jarvie. Yes. Up to 34, where we find Hammy. 35 is Paddy. Yes. 36 is Instagram. 37 is me. And tied first on 40 is Twitter and Simon. So you I, go. got a, I got a zero in a week. <laughs> You're coming off a four. Wow! So there you go. I would, I would have went through them, but the last game we did was Christmas Eve, and that was ages ago. So um, I'd rather not ever talk about the Dundee United game ever again. Yeah. So, anyway, on to Friday night. And I think this will be a clear Bible. Let's see. Um, hearts to have a new signing in the squad. Now, this I wrote this before we'd actually announced anybody today, so let's see. Bye. 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 <laughs> uh, also, I would have bought it without that announcement tonight. I would yeah. have bought two in to feature on Friday, if not three. Yeah. Right. I'm going to change. I'm going to change it from in the oh, squad. Jarvis! Oh, Jarvis! Yes. <laughs> it's it's from a new feature that they've not given the us podcast. all much. Podcast. <laughs> Turn the volume up. It's a podcast. Make it spicier. Come on. Turn the volume up. A new signing to get minutes on Friday night. Bye. 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 Oh, 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 you've made it even easier. Just yeah. turn the volume down. That was just the squad before they could have sat on the bench all night. All oh, right. I thought you said start. Uh, bye. Yeah. All right. Fine. Anyway. Okay. On to the next one. Harsh to score over 1.5 and win. Bye. Bye. Aye, but I'll buy that, aye. Bye. These lines line were too easy. Oh, no. Um, it might surprise you, but 
given the one-all draw and the fact that we had about 99% possession against St Mirren at the weekend, we only had three shots on target. So um, the line for this one is over 4.5. By over what, sorry? 4.5 shots on target. I'm going to buy. I'll, I'll buy that. I will buy it. Oh, God. Right. So confident. And and to close it out, coming off the uh, beautiful cross slash goal at the weekend, I'm going to give you an assist or a goal for Robert Snodgrass. So, <laughs> I'd buy that. I'm going to buy it too, buddy. I'm going to buy it too. Okay. Yes. Oh, there's so many buys on that board. Right. Um, <laughs> I'll bring you up on. to speed next week when it's all went horribly pear shaped. I've got another zero. It's <laughs> mad that just a couple of years ago, one of the buy or sell lines was like, will Robbie Nielsen still be the manager next week? <laughs> the time we record next week. I got to the point last season at one point we went through that spell where it was just hearts to win. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't last season. Was that the two? It must have been two seasons ago. I think it was about. Mm, uh, I think it was, we, season. it was the last season after the split when we just went. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely chucked the league. Right. I missed the championship, but complaining that uh, Peter Harding couldn't get a game over Andy Halliday. <laughs> oh, it's football, eh? Football. Um, well, thank you, boys. That's all we've got time for today. Um, join us next time as we look back at St Mirren and ahead to Aberdeen at home, which will be on the Wednesday. And then it's Hibs away at that following weekend. So that's a big, big week. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast to play along with buy or sell. And don't forget to leave a generous star rating on whatever you're listening on. So until next time, keep washing your hands with the hearts because uh, we're getting towards still in winter here. So uh, come on the hearts, we'll see you again soon.